Ladies and gentlemen, dames and messieurs, welcome to a brand new 2-Bit Podcast, probably presents Sorry Not Sorry. I'm your host, Jason, and the title of this episode is called Freedom is Not Safe. It's a line that I wrote, I got very proud of myself for writing, <laughs> in an email exchange I was having with my friend Brian, fucking Brian, um, where we were discussing uh, the outcropping, sudden outcropping of quite a few um, uh, online articles from uh, Vox and The Guardian and a few other places, uh, basically uh, trying to say that, oh, you know, all this um, attack on free speech on campuses that people like John, Jonathan Haidt and Jordan Peterson and uh, Christina Hoff Summers is complaining about, uh, amongst others, you know, that, that's all, it's, it's, it's not a big deal, it's not really happening, it's just happening in little places here and there, and sure we have Evergreen, sure we have uh, Wilford Laurier, but again, these are just minor case. these are just extreme cases of, of something that isn't a big deal, that, you know, even if we're going to say that this is happening on a lot of campuses all over the place, it's by a very small percentage of people. So what do you worry about? What are you, what are you complaining about? Uh, I just read an article last night uh, saying that, um, going one step further, saying that uh, it's not about restricting uh, people with, uh, restricting the speech of these, of these people like Milo or Gavin McGinnis. It's recognizing that, Ga- uh, that Milo uh, doesn't have anything worthy to say, so why should he be allowed to say it? Um, again, I'm tildeering, um, but these are the these are the sentiments that are being put out there. Uh, never mind the fact that if you really actually spend any time listening to Milo, I mean, I read his book Dangerous uh, because I was told that I shouldn't and that it's dang- that it's actually dangerous. I mean, the the title is the height of <laughs> of irony because there's nothing dangerous in that book. Milo speaks out against identitarianism and the and the style of Richard Spencer and all those other people, ridicules them, which I think is the key to all this, and a little bit disturbing why that is now under attack. We'll get to that. Um, But, yeah, other than that, almost all his other viewpoints are pretty much standard small-c conservative stuff. Nothing really crazy or shocking or, uh, you know... Uh, untouchable by anyone with uh, morals and virtues and values intact when they got there. Um, same thing can be said about um, <clears throat> about uh, uh, you know Ben Shapiro or many of these other speakers, where it's like, are, are you really seriously scared of Ben Shapiro, who just wants smaller government and you know less government spending and less war intervention and <laughs> like it's like. <clears throat> take his um, take take the religious angles out of a lot of these things, and uh, from some of these speakers like Jordan Peterson and, and Ben Shapiro, and and really, it's just fairly typical conservative talk that's been going on for a long time, and you don't have to agree with it. Fine, that's fair enough, but you certainly shouldn't be scared of it. <laughs> it's, it, I mean, it, even if some of these ideas were creeping into government and making their way in there, I mean, if you really spend time thinking about it, you know, I, I'm a proponent of a smaller government, uh, of less government spending, of maybe ha- having uh, more control over how we're spending money, uh, you know, and anyone who who doesn't like the idea of a military-industrial complex uh, being the tail that wags the dog, yeah, well, that, that's part of it, folks. You, you, we can join in that conversation. There's a lot of uh, points of agreement here that we be, could be having if we just took our collective heads on our asses and started listening to people 
and stop calling them Nazis and racists and alt-rightists and this, that, and the other thing. Um, because, you know, because they made fun of Leslie Jones or something like that. Because they use offensive language. In the name of safety, uh, governments are glomming on to these, these issues. Uh, they're hearing these concerns being voiced by these, again, maybe these, these are small minorities on campuses. Um, but the government and, and political um, uh, movers and shakers are certainly glomming on to this. You know, alt-right really wasn't a thing, as even wasn't, wasn't a term or a group until Hillary Clinton started to magnify it uh, on the campaign. Uh, versus Trump, when she started talking about Pepe the Frog, it was just a meme, harmless. Like, and I'm sure there was white supremacists who, who were using it or, or you know, co-opting it. Just as I'm sure there's white supremacists out there who like cupcakes. Do you have to stop eating cupcakes because you find out Richard Spencer likes them? Uh, you know, Richard Spencer likes uh, likes Heinz tomato sauce. Oh well, can't use that. What are you talking about? You know, uh, I, I started, you know, just recently now, um, uh, you know, one of the more disturbing outcroppings of this is the, the attempt to couple uh, globalists as a dog whistle for, for Jews. You know, when you say Jew with a stink on it, right? Uh, because apparently some, on, some white nationalists have said it, have tried making that connection. As if, as if we now have to actually give credit and listen to what they're saying. Here's, here's a little tip for you. Everything out of Richard Spencer's mouth, or anyone like him, should be met with derisive laughter. Okay? If you see a skinhead on the street who's putting white, uh, uh, white laces on my Doc Martens because I'm part of it, shut up, you jackass. What are you, 12? Get the fuck out of here. What is that, a swastika on your fucking forehead? You're a fucking chuckle fuck. Get the fuck away from here. You're not allowed in the, uh, at the big boy table, okay? You don't get to sit with the adults and have a conversation. Grow the fuck up. Go away. Laugh at them. Which brings us to Dankula. Um, this has, of course, been the... Uh, I don't know about your newsfeed, um, but uh, on Twitter or, or social media, but mine's been lit the fuck up with this, uh, and rightly so. Uh, if you're not familiar with it, uh, this uh, YouTube creator called uh, goes by the name Count Dankula. Uh, posted a few years ago, about two years ago, uh, a YouTube video where she prefaced by saying this is satire and a joke, uh, where he got his girlfriend's cute little pug, little pug dog, to raise its paw in sort of a seemingly Nazi salute whenever he said the words, gas all the Jews, or uh, uh, Heil Hitler, or whatever he was saying. And the joke is that this cute little thing has been made to do something perversely horrible, because... You know, ha ha ha. Okay, uh, and uh, there's rules in the UK. There's laws in the UK that were put uh, enacted in 2003 by the Tony Blair Labour government that are now being uh, he's now being brought up on charges for. Uh, technically, the charge was being uh, grossly offensive. Uh, he was found guilty just a few days ago, uh, and he's awaiting sentencing. That's going to be waiting. Uh, sentencing should be happening sometime in April, I think, is the court saying. Let's. Let's uh, let this uh, pan out a little bit in the media and let it calm down, and then we'll see what we're see where we're, what happens after that. Because they know it's bullshit, and they know it's contentious, and they know they're setting an example and saying to people, "Better watch what you say. Better watch what you say. What you do. Who you affiliate with. 
The Scottish police have now been putting out tweets saying, we're still tracking you, by the way. And if you, uh, if you think by uh, having an alternative account, you're going to get away from, uh, uh, from uh, being policed in this manner, think again. We're, we're watching you. You're seeing uh, people putting up, uh, posting um, um, screenshots of posters in the UK saying that there's eyes on you, uh, multiple eyes on you in the tube. Now, this is, of course, in reaction to, to terrorist attacks that's been happening in the UK, but they can't, they can't name those things. They can't tell you why those things are happening. And also, even those good intentions of saying, well, we want to keep people safe. Well, people with alternative motives use that safety uh, uh, leverage. Use that little bit of... They force open that door of saying, well, we want to keep you safe by taking away your freedoms. Freedoms of communication, of association... Repost a meme you don't like, ah, well, maybe you don't get to use that service. Or maybe you get a knock on the door. You know, just this is also happening after a slew of, of uh, pretty bad revelations in the UK. One of them being uh, of these grooming gangs in uh, northern towns of England. Uh, specifically, Telford is the one that's being, uh, was uh, briefly being talked about in the news and it's now being just squashed. Uh, we're going back for almost a decade. Over a thousand girls from as young as age 14 uh, were being uh, drugged, uh, coerced, uh, abused, brain, essentially brainwashed or threatened with violence. Uh, one case, one girl was, uh, had gasoline poured all over her and threatened to be set on fire if they didn't turn to prostitution. Uh, and one commentary, commentator in the UK uh, working for Sun Media, more of a conservative media, granted, uh, uh, dared to mention the fact that 80% of these members of these grooming gangs, these men who were doing this, were of Pakistani origin. And they she got a knock on the door by the UK police and told to retract her statements because that would be racist. In fact, and as we're finding out more, that these cases were known and were not being reported or in some case even investigated because the police were afraid of being seen as racist or Islamophobic. One of the leaders of these grooming gangs, one of the prominent members who was uh, arrested and was supposed to be serving a 25-year life sentence, just got released after five years. This just happened this week, by the way. So, uh, you know, call me a conspiracy nut, folks. I also think this Dankula thing might be just sort of like, don't talk about it. Don't talk about our mistakes. We're fucking up all the time. The government is ineffective, ineffectual, and has fucked up massively across the entire Western civilization. The EU is, is in shambles. We're seeing it happening in Canada. Here's an interesting part of Canada. Here's a nice, nice little story. I just found this out. Um, people who work for, uh, for uh, Service Canada... Uh, so the uh, the people who, who uh, handle EI claims, uh, uh, disability, and uh, parental um, parental monies, you know, uh, uh, payments for families, and and so on and so forth, are now uh, unable to use gendered language. So they can't, if they're calling you or if you call them, they cannot address you by Mister or Mrs. until getting your permission to use that term. You're supposed to ask for what gender term you'd prefer. Uh, and if they're calling you and trying to, uh, you know, uh, get information from you, uh, they will have to ask the 
identity or the name of parent one or parent two, this is what they're being told to ask, uh, before they can address you by your preferred name or pronoun or uh, gender association, I guess, if you want to be a futon or whatever the hell it is. Um, and they're being monitored so that if they accidentally slip up and, uh, and uh, you know, used a gender pronoun, they could be brought up, they could be talked to, they could uh, uh, be, uh, be, uh, be penalized or even fired. Yep. Yeah. That's happening. So, so, okay. <laughs> I, I, it's hard for me to get my head around it. I'm trying to make, I'm trying to make a, a fun of, fun, find something funny about it. It's just, it's not even funny anymore. The, the debate is not, the, the debates, the, the, the instances may have started on college campuses or university campuses. It might have been started, spread, the ideology might have been spread by a few professors and, you know, really, if you're not in the humanities or if you're uh, in STEM or a few other things, it's not really affecting you. Okay, we can make that argument. But now we can also see that it's not just limited to college campuses and universities. It's getting into everything. And it's coming for our ability to even make fun of it. The Dankula case is, is, is extremely disturbing. Uh, because a laughter is, our, is the common man's, it's not just a common man's or woman's or futon's uh, ability to, uh, it's, it's, it's all our ability to take the power and toxicity, tox, toxicity, 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 yeah, <laughs> out of events, people, organizations, whatever, right? Anyone who starts acting too high and mighty, we get to point at and go, <laughs> nope, you're being a chuckle fuck. We can identify you as a chuckle fuck, call you a chuckle fuck, and laugh at you. Which is the appropriate response, by the way. It's never okay to punch a Nazi or anyone. It is appropriate to point and laugh at them. Which we need to be able to do. And, you know, if, if the charge now is going to be, well, you can do that, but you can't be offensive when you do that. If we find it too offensive, then we're going to shut you down. Hannibal Burris, um was just uh, silenced uh, doing his comedy act at uh, Loyola campus in Chicago which is a private uh, Catholic uh, university. Uh, he has, well, he has signed a waiver saying he wouldn't talk about certain things. Uh, and then he broke that rule by, I guess, talking about uh, child rape in the Catholic church by priests. They pulled his mic, uh, and then he continued to try to do the act without the mic live. They then turned up the background music to drown him out. He left the stage for a few minutes, I guess, had a talk, and he was allowed to come back and finish, uh, quickly finish the set. Uh, this is the same guy who, by his comedy, by being filmed and, and talk, doing his comedy, was able to get eyes on Bill Cosby, being a possibly the greatest serial rapist in North America. <laughs> that was that's Hannibal Burris, same guy. Uh, got his mic pulled for talking about uh, rape uh, by, pra- by pe- you know pedophile rape by priests of the Catholic Church. It's not like he's making that shit up. I mean, you know. It's, uh, those things did happen. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, again, it's not just the liberals you have to worry about. 
It's the power we give to anyone who's saying, simply saying, well, I find that offensive, and how dare you say that? Do you want blasphemy laws? This is how you get blasphemy laws, folks. Mike, Mike Pence, the VP, Vice President Mike Pence. Uh, Joe, Joy Behar on The View. Uh, made fun of him uh, when he, she was interviewing someone and, and someone had told said said that uh, Mike Pence apparently uh, openly looks for direction from Jesus and thinks that he can that God will talk to him and give him mandates uh, which is a little bit scary right uh, and Joy Behar on the view made a crack about uh, something along the lines of like you know basically that that's fucked up uh, and then got a call from Mike Pence uh, who did an interview and then got got a uh, uh, saying that he found it very offensive uh, and that it was not just offensive for him, but offensive for uh, for Christians, anyone of the faith, uh, who believe that they, you know, do receive uh, messages on some level from God or do get dictates from God. Um, and, uh, and so Joy Behar had to apologize to him privately at first and then publicly. Now... You may think Behar was offensive, and you think she, you might think she's gone too far, especially on something like The View. Okay, and I have no love for Joe Be- Joy Behar, but she should be able to say that, right? She should be able to openly criticize someone who she thinks might be acting a little bit unbalanced. Now, I would go as far as to say that one of the reasons that opens up as well is that your inability, our inability to criticize Islam as a religion or as an idea. Not as a people, not as a racist commentary, but just simply going, there's some things in, in Islam uh, and in the Quran that's a little worrisome. And a lot of those things are being voiced by certain imams who are preaching, kill all the Jews. And we know that that's happened in, in the UK and in Canada and the United States. We know that that's been said by certain prominent imams, who are now some of them are actually in jail for saying some of those things. Right. But we can't openly criticize that without being called Islamophobic. And because you've opened that door, well, Christians, Jews, Muslim, uh, Hindus, anyone else can simply go, well, hang on a second, why are you criticizing us? I don't like, I mean, okay, fine, you can, you can certainly talk about us and, and criticize things, but not with that language. Only with, only, with, only with the language we allow you to use. Do you think that language will be open and uh, and uh, and incisive, or will it be stifled and controlled? It comes for us all, my friends. It comes from us all. So keeping keep that in mind, liberals who are cheering on Dankula saying, "Yeah, it was offensive. That was too far." Okay. Well, have you criticized Christianity? Have you criticized white people? Have you criticized this? Have you criticized that? Have you used language that? Maybe some people might find offensive a little bit too far, a bit too much. Ah, they're going to come for that too. Think of the children. Think of the children. They're gonna, they'll scream. Yeah, yeah, they'll come for your speech. They'll, come, they'll, they'll find ways to say, ah, oh, well, once they get rid of all the alt-rights and they, they get rid of all those, but basically everyone who isn't you at the moment, I guess, uh, <laughs> they'll get rid of me and they'll get rid of everyone else. Okay, no problem. Get, you know, us troublemakers, us... Us hate speech, hate-filled, white, cisgendered, all those people. They'll, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll get us, put us in prisons, or they'll, or they'll stifle us, or they'll make sure we're so we, we They'll just take our medium away, and we won't even be able to say it. Okay. Do you think they're going to stop there, or do you think they're going to continue? 
And who's going to be left? Oh, you. You who supported this, who allowed this to happen, who uh, turned the other cheek, who, uh, who, who supported it. And eventually they're going to look through your stuff and find things that they don't like about that. Because you never know who's going to control this in the end. And the government's more concerned about your safety, things they can guarantee. They can keep you safe from everyone but them. Nah, they'll come for it. So, you got to defend the people you don't like as much as you're going to defend the people you do. And some, in some cases, even more. Um, this has all been said a thousand times. And, you know, everyone, we're being told, ah, what do you worry about? What are you talking about? You're crazy. You're crazy. You know, it's not going to happen. Trust. They have their best interest in mind. Don't let anyone tuck you in, my friends. Don't go back to the womb. Fight it. Be free. Be stronger. Something, someone says something that makes you feel queer and uneasy, triggers you. Do the work. Pull that thing out. Go, why did that trigger me? What's that? Why is that bothering me? It's not their fault. It's my fault. That's something in me. That's making me weak. Do you want to be weak? I don't. I don't know about you. I want to be strong. I want, to, I want words to bounce off me. I want to be bullet fucking proof. Not, and not because I'm callous or because I'm uh, insensitive. No, because I, can, I, I'm, I should be stronger than, the, than sounds that come out of your mouth. You should be too. Um, anyways, so uh, that brings us. I mean, uh, I'll end with this. I've uh, uh, I'm going to do a shout out to the Unbearables uh, and Owen Benjamin's uh, movement that's uh, on Twitter. Uh, I've uh, aligned myself with the Unbearables, uh, at least on Twitter, uh, because they are as I as far as far as I can see it, they are fighting for free speech and free expression. Uh, and I've come to a point where I realize I can't keep doing this alone. Uh, but I, uh, I'd like to be part of a community. Uh, and from what I can tell, these are, you know, by and large, very, very, very good people who uh, are trying to help each other out, uh, having each other's backs, uh, and and pushing this, pushing for greater, uh, greater expression. Um, you know, uh, Owen. <laughs> uh, I love Owen. I love I, I love what he's doing. Uh, I think it's. Um, in some ways, we're living in the downward swing of Sisyphus, and we're uh, returning to the, the 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 days of Lenny Bruce, where comedians are being uh, are being deplatformed and and you know uh, having to fight legal battles over their over their speech, over the way they want to express things. Um, and you know, but as Camus once said, you know, all things being equal, uh, Sisyphus must be content because. What we have to understand is that as that boulder rolls back down and we're back to a starting point, um, you know, we can push that boulder back up. And the progress and the process, sorry, of, of pushing that boulder, that's what we need to, um, to take pleasure in uh, and understand that that's where the true meaning comes. The meaning comes in the work, in the process, in the struggle uh, to keep freedom alive and to keep pushing the boundaries of that freedom so we have larger fields to play in and many people won't appreciate that and they're going to deride it and um, you know call you a, a bunch of things fuck them they're chuckle fucks doesn't matter laugh at them laugh at them or ignore them we give twitter power we give our government's power 
Uh, and in many cases, they don't, they don't, they haven't earned it. They don't deserve it. Uh, you know, the the nice thing to know is that almost all these, the common denominator with all these leaders is that they're always worried about their legacies. It's always about legacy movements or legacy uh, actions. They want to put their names on things until they don't work. <laughs> you know, it's, it was always Obamacare until things weren't going so well. Then it was the Affordable Care Act. And then it was back to Obamacare. And then, um, you know, they all are very concerned about their legacy and they want the statues and they want to be known as the, the great emancipator or the, the, you know, the great freedom fighter or whatever have you. So we can, that's our leverage, folks. Um, make them earn that. And if they're not earning it if they're just trying to make you scared and and divide us start ignoring them follow the laws i'm not saying have open on anarchy i'm not even saying protest simply, simply simply saying ignore them they don't have any power over you over over me or anything twitter has no power don't be afraid of twitter what can twitter do ban you shut down your account you open a new one you know <laughs> youtube bans your channel open a new one let them keep banning you. Same thing with the government. What's the worst they can do, really? Throw you in jail? Over words. Over words, over jokes, over expression. Okay. Let them. Uh, you know, if that's what it's going to come down to, if, if just saying what I'm saying here eventually gets me thrown in prison, uh, you know, it's not going to be just me. Let them expose their hand more and more. Uh, and, and, and hold their legacy... Uh, captive and simply say, "Do you? This is is this what you want to be remembered for? Hey, Justin, <laughs> you know, do you really want to be remembered as a chuckle fuck who imprisoned a third of the population for laughing at you, or simply saying you have no power over me?" That's it, folks. Ignore it. Ignore it. Ignore them. Ignore the messaging. Don't fall into. Don't don't take part in this chuckle fuck factory of turning out. Opinion upon opinion upon opinion where no opinion is needed. Just recently, I've seen David Pakman joined in on this conversation where, uh, you know, who could take who? Joe Biden versus uh, Donald Trump because both men have, have said they're going to beat each other up. I mean, come on. These are 70-year-old grandfathers. Like, who gives a shit? And David Pakman, you know, was like, oh, well, you know, Trump's heel spurs would prevent him from doing that. You know, does anyone actually believe that Trump could actually beat Joe Biden? Stop! Stop! Stop it! <laughs> if you don't think Trump is a legitimate person, period, then stop legitimizing him by talking about this shit. Are you really going to be joining in a, on a conversation of who could take who? Really? Fucking chuckle fuck shit. That's the same thing when I heard about people you know, reacting to... Donald Trump likes his steak well done with ketchup. So what? Oh, he likes eating uh, Burger King or, uh, you know, fuck off. Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Stop, stop even talking about that stuff. I'm embarrassed to even bring it up. I'm just bringing it up to, to highlight the point. It's like, none of that matters. It doesn't matter. Mo almost nothing he does matters in your life. It really doesn't. I know you want it to because you're... You're facing the that that existential crisis of saying, "Oh, I'm I might be living a meaningless life," and everything I do, and even if I do great things and touch uh, a million lives and and get a message out, well, I'm gonna, I'm going to die one day. And so, as as Christopher Hitchens once said, 
The worst thing about knowing that you're going to die is, is realizing that you're at a party and being asked to leave, but yet the party will go on without you. And we're all facing that reality. It's the exist. It's the it's the horrible truth of rea- uh, of our of, of our lives. And all you can do is try to do as much good and 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 live as much life as you can within the time frame you have. And I've always said, you know, we at best guess you have eighty years maybe on this planet. And do you really want to spend those eighty years being a tight tight arsed fucking pearl clutching, uh, ruiner of fucking parties like it's just a fucking spoil sport? Or do you want to laugh and have fun and 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 fucking drink whiskey and and just enjoy it enjoy it and let other people enjoy it too we have power we have more power than you know my friends we have power of thought we no one can take this away they can they can put you in a cell they can they can take away your words they can take away your your means of expression but they can't take away your thoughts we're always freer up here than they than than they can no laws can never take this away. Only you can. Only you can censor your thoughts to a point where you put yourself in a cage permanently. And that's what we need to resist. Uh, and whether it's online, whether it's uh, in your own personal life, on the phone, on text with other people, on the street, you know, we'll keep going. We will keep going. We will, we will keep talking. And we will keep offending. Uh, using language and speech that make people feel good good i'm glad i did that i'm glad my i'm glad my words poked you in the eye uh and made you made you realize that that's where you're weak that's you gotta figure that shit out you know sort your life out bucko clean your room all right folks we're gonna leave it there uh thanks again for listening and watching and doing all those things uh it's always it's always very uh Encouraging, uh, seeing um, seeing the numbers grow. You know that's the only way I can uh, judge it. Some ways, or by getting uh, words of encouragement online. Uh, again, thank you to uh, all the unbearables who've been following me. Uh, we're doing good things, folks. Uh, I really do believe that. Um, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that we'll all be able to one day have our grandkids on our knee and, and tell tell them of the time when we uh, laughed in the face of authority and lived to tell the tale. Um, so yeah, keep doing what you're doing folks and, uh, make no apologies for it. Uh, we will be back maybe later this week, but certainly next week. And, uh, we will talk to you again very soon.